Merry Christmas. That, of course, is The Long Kiss Goodnight, released in 1996, 25 years ago. Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson, Craig Bierko, and if you watch Succession, he wasn't, I mean, he was a character actor then, he still is. But on Succession, he he's, he's a big deal now. Brian Cox, yeah. He likes those Cox. Directed by Rennie Harlan. So at the time, Rennie Harlan was married to Gina Davis. Rennie Harlan, I mean, directed Die Hard 2, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, uh, Deep Blue Sea, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Cutthroat Island. Of course, Cutthroat Island was a box office bomb. But The Long Kiss Goodnight, there's a lot of Christmas going on in uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson has said it is one of his... I, I think he has a list of favorite characters. Um, okay. I saw this film in the 90s. It does have a Christmas vibe to it. And here we go. There's a lot going on in this film. Here's Samuel L. Jackson talking about his films. In fact, today, yeah. Today, today is Samuel Jackson's birthday. And thank you for us for betting for us that night. Did he really? He said it all. Dude, he's the greatest. Man. I was, a, I was like trying to eat, and I looked up, and I was like, people are partying already. What's happening? No, he's the greatest. I'm just getting ready to eat, and then next thing I know, Judge Judy was pulling me up out of my chair. I'm like, come on, let's dance. Yeah, so, dude. I read that somewhere. So Judge. I hit the floor with me, and uh, me and Judge Judy hit it, tore it up for a minute. <laughs> How do you know Judge Judy? My agent and Judge Judy are very good friends, so... Early on, when um, I started going to Tony's house, Judge Judy would be at her house. And we would hang out in the backyard. I was smoking then. She was supposed to smoke. So we'd smoke in the backyard and hang out talk. Wow. And uh, then we started going to dinner together and just kind of hanging out. I'd fly with her across country and do that. And then she quit smoking and she wanted me to quit. So she sent me to her doctor who used truth serum because Judy used to like, she said she actually used to wake up in the middle of the night to smoke 
Really? She's like, she would wake up, go have a cigarette, and then go back, and to, go back to bed. Wow. So that's when she knew so it was time like to quit. like a hypnotist? Uh, true serum, yes. I'm not real sure what happened, but the doctor told me, he said, you're a very strong will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That's fantastic. Got, it's like the most popular drama on Broadway. It's sold out. And... Yeah. Uh, married 38 years old. Oh, three? Oh, that's oh, all. Five? Wow. Five, <laughs> five, out of five, five out of 120. Well, <laughs> no, not all. Not 120. It's only no, yeah. maybe 100. Um, let me see. Number five. Um... Wow. Um, Nick Fury? Yeah. Yeah. Nick Fury. Yeah. Love that. Number five, Nick Fury. Um, number four, um, can I combine, like, a couple guys? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, number five would be Ordell, Jules, and Steven from, <laughs> uh, from uh, Django. Because they're all Quentin characters. Oh, I see. And they're all, like, cool, like, characters that have their own thing going for them, and I'd hate to, like, pull them apart, oh, even I with understand. the major. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then um, I could... Gosh, uh, Jules, I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, Jules is like... No, I can't. Yeah, because it's one of those things that every week somebody wants to know if I know what a quarter pounder with cheese is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> do you have Not a, a week goes by. Do you have an answer for it get, yet or no? Uh, sometimes I just say no. And because that's the way the scene went in the movie, I always want to see how well they know the movie. Wow. So, nigga, you know what they call a quarter pound of cheese in France? I go, no, what? That's right. And, they, and then some people go, you know, <laughs> they go, Royale with cheese. Or they go, come on, you know. And say, <laughs> you don't know the movie. So, But I've had about four people actually continue, and we actually do the scene together. No way. It's awesome. Okay, so next character after yeah. that. Um, that's, that's four. So that's four. four. Uh, Mace Windu. Oh, dude, Star Wars. Gotta be a Jedi. A Jedi. Star Wars. Come a Jedi. Come Jedi. Exactly. Come on, he's a Jedi. You he can't beat that. And um, uh, my favorite is it's just kind of wacky, kind of private detective, kind of crazy dude, Mitch Hennessy from Long Kiss Goodnight. Really? That's Love your that Jedi? movie, man. Really? That's oh, I had like... such a good time with Gina Davis. Yeah. And Mitch is like, you know, Mitch is like this dude that just kind of sucks it up and kind of steps in there and takes one for it. Yeah. I actually died in that movie. So when they were testing it, they killed me, right? And I'm in the car and I'm dying. It's a big sad scene. The audience is like, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to very can't die in yes. the movie. So, yeah, that's one of Samuel L. Jackson's favorites. Now, tonight, <laughs> uh, I tried to get the kids into it. We watched Gremlins and, you know, it was... um. That that's that's a really Christmas themed right there. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I like Christmas story, but come on, Gremlins. There's just something magical about Gremlins, and maybe it also sums up the drama within Christmas. People fighting, and you know, when you got little green men chasing you, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah. You've got carolers, and you've got Mrs. Deagle. Oh, Lord. I hate Christmas carolers. Screeching boys, little blue snippers. I warned you,
Yeah. Gremlins. That's that's really that's that's really getting into the Christmas spirit. Now, of course, this film is played every year. It is a staple. Not one of my well I will you know, I, I like it. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. I do enjoy it. Um it's almost 40 years old, so it's got to be a classic. And what do you want for Christmas, Billy? A toy truck and a wolf by lap who went to get Oh, I hate the smell of tapioca. I tried to remember what it was I wanted. I was blowing it, blowing it. Come on, kid. How about a nice uh, football? 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 What's a football? <laughs> Without conscious will, my voice squeaked out. Football. Okay, get him out of here. A football? Oh, no. Okay, what was kid. I doing? Wake up, stupid. Wake up. No. kid Merry Christmas Ho 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 <laughs> If that's not fucked up <laughs> and of course the lampshade now that actor who played Ralphie in a Christmas story well he, years later, he directed, he produced, and um, years later, he was in another very famous Christmas movie with Mr. Uh, well, well. <laughs> 
Will Ferrell. <laughs> we love Will Ferrell. Come on. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. You've got Will Ferrell. You've got Bob Newhart. And then you've got Peter Billingsley, who was Ralphie in A Christmas Story. And here he is all grown up. Drawbacks to being a, a human in a, an elf's world. <laughs> Hey, Ming Ming. Um, I'm going to be a little bit short on today's quota. It's all right, buddy. Just how many extra sketches did you get finished? Come on, buddy. How many? I made uh, 85. you just say it the worst toy maker in the world i'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins no buddy you're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins we all just have different talents that's all seems like everyone else has the same talents except for me you you have you have lots of talents uh special talents in fact like um uh special talents you changed batteries in the smoke detector Uh you sure did triple a's in six months you'll have to check them again Mm-hmm. And you're the only baritone in the elf choir. <laughs> you bring us down a whole octave. In a good way. <laughs> See, buddy, you're not a cotton-headed ninny muggins. You're just special. And so, Buddy was sent where the the special elves work. <laughs> doubles. Quick thinking yesterday with that special talents thing. I feel bad for the guy. Just hope he doesn't get wise. Well, if he hasn't figured out he's a human by now, I don't think he ever will. If he hasn't figured out he's a human by now, I don't think he ever will. I think they're too small. I just... Yeah, Will Ferrell is definitely not an elf, but Peter Billingsley, all grown up from A Christmas Story, I mean, come on, come on. Here he is talking about A Christmas Story in... Let's see. I'm I'm so over these YouTube commercials. You know, I should just shell out and get YouTube premium. Here we go. Black 
Bart? It's Ralphie, the quirky kid from the beloved holiday movie, A Christmas Story. Ho, ho, ho. The movie was made when Peter Billingsley was just 12 years old. And here he is, all grown up. For a long time, I didn't know what people saw in this movie because you're so close to it and you're so in it. But now you get a little perspective, you step back from it, and it's like, yeah, I can see this is, this is a really, really good film. So what's Billingsley up to today? He's hosting a special edition of ABC's 2020 called Lights, Camera, Christmas, Inside Holiday Movie Classics. It's nice to explore movies that just really bring people joy. Billingsley sits down with Tim Allen of the Santa Claus franchise, who remembers wearing a fat suit to become Kris Kringle. Does this look like a little weight to you? There's no way to get around how uncomfortable that is. I overhear, you can't be in that any more than six hours because you, your skin doesn't breathe and you get these sores all over you that <laughs> literally, they go, well, they'll go away. I hear them arguing in a room. They'll go away. What do you mean? We asked Billingsley what it takes for a movie to become a Christmas classic. Fragile. It must be Italian. The real commonality, um, family. And it's really sort of the relatable things that families go through. Yeah, yeah, I had to throw a little inside addition into there. <laughs> it's Christmas, okay? Well, it's it's getting there. Now, I I I, I first of all, before we end tonight's show. I, I make no bones about the fact that I've had it with Adele. And I'm so thankful that the other day I was being silly and I wrote a letter to Mariah Carey because I thought, you know what? She's at least, well, kind of the king. I almost said the king. Excuse me. The queen of Christmas. And I thought, hey, let's um, let's see if she'll go number one just to knock Adele. Because usually around this time of year... I think we've all had it with All I Want for Christmas, but then, you know, it's it's a sentimental song, and so I wrote, I'll read it for you, a cute little uh, silly letter to uh, Mariah Carey. She didn't read it, but, you know, then I checked Billboard, and lo and behold, the song was number one. And so, you know, my thing with Adele is what goes up must come down, you know, with her lead press on nails and... Um, and, you know, I'm not Adele bashing. I just don't like that freaking album. And I don't like that song either. But at least Mariah Carey came to save the day. And I will read for you. Oh, this is, this is what I wrote, Mariah. Dear Mariah, I'm kind of thankful for the first time in a long time that you're about to displace Adele on the top spot. I've been very good this year. And writing to Santa takes so, too long. I know you have a lot of McDonald's value meals to sell, but if you could please knock Adele from number one. Usually around this year, I'm annoyed with your song All I Want for Christmas, but stranger things have happened, and this year I've had enough of Adele. People compare her to you, and you would write these bubbly pop songs with ODB as the guest. All she does is make depressing albums and give them a number. Talk about being a corporate shill. Thank you, Mariah, for saving Christmas and for hopefully knocking Adele off her easy-on-me pedestal. I hope this letter finds you before Christmas and you deliver us all wonderful McNugget gifts. Merry Christmas, Mimi. Love, Dr. Zeus. And then I look billboard and there she is. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas makes record return to number one. Thank God. And let's knock Adele off the album spot, please, too. 
that's that's the joy of Christmas is you can take shit that you don't like and just re-gift it. I know Mar- Martha Stewart doesn't like re-gifting. One day I'll have Martha on and we'll talk about that. But there you go. You got a Christmas story, the long kiss can night, and elf. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>